motherfucker on strike. We're warming up our our yelling mm-hmm. chords. Yeah, how much yelling you've been doing? More than I think. I think you're you're you and I are on the low low yelling side of striking of picket line. We are more we're more like a hold the sign up and try to look look serious. Maybe a little chit chatting. We're not we're not chanters as much. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I will jump into a chant when it's when the, when there's someone strong leading it and they're they they're mm-hmm. giving a convincing lead and it feels fun. Mm-hmm. I can't right. join an anemic chant and you, I can't listen, be the chant leader. You you Does are that make more me a coward. You are more than welcome to give performance notes. SAG is not yet officially on the picket line with us, so uh yeah of course we can't fucking sending us solidarity sag sends us like here's where to go go on these days yeah people have been showing up but i do think the sag folks are not leading the chant probably rightfully so unless they're famous in which case they definitely are leading the chant (laughs) i don't know i feel like we need to see more famous people out there doing stuff is this just because i don't go to paramount yeah i'm scared of paramount Strike gossip, everyone okay this is yo is this racist we're we're the the show this (laughs) blah 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 uh Tony Dixon, Andrew T. Kevin Bartell, but um, we recorded two episodes uh, two weeks ago. You know, we knew we were going on strike. I think in retrospect, it was hope that we maybe wouldn't go on strike. Um, but I think it was pretty obvious that uh, we were we, the Writers Guild of America, were going to go on strike, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is and here it is all here. the fuck that. We've most pretty much been doing brain wise um, this whole time. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I guess there's people. How are you feeling about strike, <laughs> Andrew? You've been doing a lot of good. <laughs> no, so... I mean it. You've been doing like. I'm so because early mornings. People know we are. Yeah, you've been doing early mornings, but like, so as WGA members, we are required to picket. Um, yeah. Which I didn't know because I just joined. Happy to picket, but didn't know it was a requirement. And then as SAG members, we are being encouraged to join the picket in solidarity, mm-hmm. but there is no requirement. Yeah. But I feel like you're going above and beyond. You're doing early morning shifts. I'm doing... You're like a deputy captain a little bit. <laughs> I got I got our very nice uh, WGA uh, organizer, who I don't know if they'd like to be public, so I guess sure. I won't say their Why name not? now. We were doing an early morning shift picketing outside of Raleigh Studios, where unfortunately active production is still happening. Um, trying to put a change to that. But yeah, we are we are on strike. It is, it is once again, we are in the weird universe of we and uh, the people around us know way too much about this strike. And so sometimes mm-hmm. uh, there's probably a danger we're going to speak in some shorthand. And then there's uh, lots of people that probably <laughs> listen to the show who are reasonable folks who you know, have a sense that we're on strike or maybe notice on Twitter that we're on strike or something, but um, mm-hmm. don't have a sense. Yeah, and there's true. a lot of good info out there. There's a lot of, there's been decent info in the trades. I've had some friends who aren't in the business who told me that they've read up on it in Variety and stuff. And some of that stuff, I'm like, I wonder who, you know, I wonder what studio paid for some of these pieces, but um, yeah, mm-hmm, I'm not specifically talking about the Variety one. I'm like, you know, wonder yeah. who these these points of view are coming from. But um uh, yeah. I do think that um, you know where we could point people. I do think Francesca Ramsey has been doing a good job of making this stuff really digestible on her socials. If you don't know her, she's on Twitter yeah. and Instagram, and she's just been making little videos that are pretty 
uh, well explained about yeah. what's going on and why. Yeah, I think that's right. I think there there's a whole host of current Writers Guild members who came up in the like internet slash YouTube maybe or like mm-hmm. like internet video era. And one thing that they are all really good at is explaining what the fuck is happening, but super loosely. Um, you know, we are on strike because we, the writers, get a uh, tiny and shrinking share of the money that is generated by our work. Nothing uh, can happen without fucking scripts. And, you know, David Zaslav could basically cover it out of his pocket. He's the, we'll just call him scumbag, who uh, currently runs Discovery, which bought Warner Brothers. Um, He's the guy that canceled all those shows, and he... You know, just as like a business doofus, but all of them, you know, they they make so much money for doing incredibly, you know, they're bad at their jobs, objectively. Like they are doing a bad job and yet they are lavishly rewarded for it. So, um, yeah, we the writers are just asking for um, a commensurate percentage of that and they are not being offered. Um And there are know. other demands that um, are, without getting too into the weeds, are the other demands that uh, really, you know, spoke to me when I was learning about the fight, because as I've said, I joined this union 10 minutes ago. So largely these issues that have been affecting my colleagues have not been affecting me. So more than anything, I'm kind of striking in solidarity as well, because this just wasn't how I made my living before 10 minutes ago. Um, but the other, the other, go go ahead. I was just gonna say the other demands that made it really clear to me were just such, just such basic, like improving the, uh, the ability to make writing a career because mm-hmm. as of right now, it is very much just like a hope you get enough gigs to string together to make a living out of it. And that, that was a thing that was really hit home for me. Just the, yeah. this, this should be, someone should be able to make a, a living wage. This should yeah. be a career because it takes a high degree of skill. And right now it's treated like gig work. I just came out of, you know, 90 show was a mini room. We had um, one, two, three, me, and that's it, honestly. We had wow. four four writers and then a bunch of writing executive producers, um, which is not how a multi-camera sitcom um, has ever been made in the past. Um, it was incredibly difficult and um, not fun the way... The ways in which it wasn't fun were largely because we were so wildly understaffed. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, and I have firsthand experience with just this system and it was um, not what it could have been, should have been. Um, I didn't receive the guidance and I think like, like career advancement that I should have been due given my position in the ladder. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been like, uh pervasive i mean the one good thing about the strike for me has been um just learning that like my thing my what i went through was not rare um Mm -hmm. that this is just sort of what the industry has become um yeah in in contrast to my experience on mixed dish which was like a proper sitcom room you know we probably had like Mm. counting for writing teams probably like 13 14 writers um and that's kind of what you need to like make make these create make these that shows much work. tv yeah yeah so it's a lot of tv and then as far as the strike gossip goes i'm sure we're not the first people to do this but from our position as uh people of color who are cool 
How do we Ooh. think? How do we think the various lot the picket lines are going? Oh, are we doing a Yosis racist picketing vibe check? <laughs> yes, I think we have to. I think as our, I, I feel like all Hell the other yeah. vibe checks have been from white people. So, Hell um, yeah. I hope we get voicemails Look. about this, <laughs> like corny signs I mean, and stuff. <laughs> there, well, look, some pe- a lot of people don't make their own signs, I realize. Because, you know, as this stretches on, you know, there, there are signs that are getting recycled. That's important to just, like, use the signs that have some of the approved messaging. So yeah. not everyone's getting to make their most personal hilarious Almost, sign. Almost no one is getting to make their, their own sign, in fact. I did. Look, I made my own sign because I made it on the second day of the strike. And Yours I my awesome. sign said... I write for Starfleet, not the Borg. Andrew helped me with it. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, but a lot of folks, you know, they're just grabbing a sign. My one, my favorite was Lower Decks showrunner Mike McMahon. He was carrying a sign that said, I'm picketing for two, which I think was meant for a a pregnant person. (laughs) Yeah. I will just say not to give notes to the guild who are doing a wonderful job on their process, but uh-huh. Um, I think if they told us these are not your signs, these are just some signs, uh, we all would have done a better job writing them. <laughs> they told us at our lot we could keep our. Sorry, now we're two in the weeds of strike talk. But okay, so so no, we're not. Vibe this check. is what people. Yeah, lot vibe check. Um, we have spent most of our time at Disney and Netflix. Yep, and Disney way to the way to go. The I'm way to go Disney. and. I'm loving it, and I'm now ev- I'm evangelizing. That's <laughs> I'm right. Become an evangelical. I'm telling people to come there, and then once people do, they're like, "Oh my god, you're right. There is shade. Oh my god." Yeah. And well, yeah, that's Dis- Disney. You need shade. You need a loop. Yeah, Disney's the the best vibe for folks like us, folks that might not yes. need need a party. We don't need Hollywood Reporter there taking pictures of us looking cool. Yeah. Disney Disney is the like very utilitarian. It's it's you know it is say what you will about the Disney Corporation who are evil. Um, the, uh, by the way, this is all taking this all back as soon as the strike is over. <laughs> but um, look, they are listen, they're they're fighting a good fight against the bigots in Florida right now. So it, it is complicated. Yeah, it is complicated. But say, listen, whatever our opinions of Disney and ABC are, one thing that is true. They are really good at putting together a lawn and some trees, like famously. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just the the shit around, you know, it is technically the valley, but it's like nice and cool seeming. Like I think like compared to any other lot, that is gonna wind up as as the strike hopefully doesn't, but probably will stretch into the summer. That is gonna be the fucking shit. Netflix. Mm-hmm. People are the most mad at Netflix because most, mostly Netflix is the driver of why our industry is like this now. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that, and there's a little bit of Netflix is the Netflix is like the most networking of the lots. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I watched someone have a full one hour meeting walking on the line, <laughs> <laughs> and I was happy for them. I was like, "Get your career. Go ahead." Yeah. <laughs> It's, but it was a full meeting. It was a it was general like meeting. An actual wow. ass meeting. With another writer, not with an executive, obviously the executive. But no, 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 no. It was creative to creative, but it was funny. I was like, damn, get it. <laughs> Netflix is Netflix is the one that I think Netflix and Paramount are the two that um have been clearly somehow the the media attention is there. And so Netflix has uh what I think we we can all agree is Thirst Corner, um, which is <laughs> 
first corner. Uh, which was initially where um, a mariachi band showed up. Who? Uh, oh, uh, what? Which, who were hired by some writer? Off my memory, it was a Latinx person, but I. Don't know for sure, but I feel, you know, moderately confident in saying that. So I don't remember who that is, but thank you to them. That was fun. However, listen, <laughs> I've actually seen other people get shit for expressing this opinion on Twitter, but maybe things have cooled off by then, which is then the next day, Imagine Dragons showed up and did an acoustic set or an <laughs> so amplified insane. acoustic set on the bench there. Um and look, they're they're simply their music is not my taste. However, it is nice, I suppose, that any famous person is there. However, it just is becoming very clear that is the try to go viral corner because mm-hmm. <laughs> as yeah. the days have gone down, um, there was a guy dressed as the Mandalorian there the other day. Yeah, yeah, it's getting it's turning a little bit into Hollywood Boulevard. Like statue yeah. people are there yeah. as well as try to go viral <laughs> corner, but also like. Look, it, it's also riding a weird line of like, okay, we want, you know, as picketers, you want the cars going by to honk because the, I guess the goal is to be an, an irritant to the the fat cats sitting up in the studio. Although I don't even really know who's in these offices. Um, a lot of it is yeah. people oh, like us who are just like, will, I'm a graphic designer. I'm not allowed to strike. <laughs> I will say, I will say this actually. Um, Netflix apparently, according to our WJ organizer, who I saw the, the other day, um, <laughs> Because the Netflix lot is relatively small. I used to work there for a 90s show. And apparently <laughs> there was like execs, like C-suite execs, people actually recognized all looking down at the uh, picketers from this like glass balcony that they have overlooking us. So it's some village you know, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it is some real legit village shit. And then they all hid once they started getting photographed. But um <laughs> but but if so, so if they can the hear us on Netflix. Is... So if you're in Los Angeles, drive by Netflix and honk. Sorry, go ahead. No, but I'm just saying, so if that is one of the goals is to honk, to be an irritant, whatever, um, you know, it, it's all it's all just some hearty civil disobedience. We're all fans of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the weird line to walk for me is like, okay, so if you hire this mariachi band, are you doing that because that's a vibe for us? Or are you I saying know. this music is meant to be an irritant to the I people know. in there? Because then I don't like it for the mariachi people, but for Imagine Dragons, I'm on the side of... <laughs> Yes, I'm this just, music is a bit of it's an working. It's working. It's working. I'm just saying they were pointing the speakers in the wrong direction. <laughs> oh yeah, they were facing uh, north. The speakers, the speakers need to go up. Yeah. Um, yeah maybe, look, maybe. I, uh, um, okay, so then you went to Universal. Let's just wrap up the vibe check real quick. You went to Universal. Um, you you well, were not a fan. Paramount, uh, Paramount is the party. We have not been, but other friends of ours. Paramount is the party, party one. That's where the celebrities tend to go. That's where um, uh, I will say. I mean, that is where the uh, Black Writers meetups have been, and it has been nice to see um, hundreds, if not thousands, of Black writers show up uh, at. Probably not thousands, I suppose. Maybe though, I don't know. Um, hundreds though of black writers show up um, because uh, during the last strike, their per- the percentage of black folks in the guild and people of color was lower, and it is nice just to like see this. However, again, you just have to be ready for a fucking party <laughs> at Paramount. Um, Universal was the most actually like a real ass strike uh, I've ever been to. I think largely because um, Universal Studios is the Universal Studios that people who don't live in LA have heard of. It's a fucking theme park. There's like a 
humongous working lot. Um, there's many, many, many gates, but also the people there seem to be the biggest fucking assholes. So, like, I believe two people have been hit by two uh, picketers have been hit by cars. Oh no! Um, or groups, you know. Yikes. Thankfully, nothing bad, but um, things have been getting uh, tense there. Um, when I stopped in, um, not that it wasn't fun and positive, but it was definitely the least party of the vibes. It was the most we're doing shit uh, vibe. Sure. You know, I checked into the tent. They're like, great, here's go to this gate, check in with this captain. And I was like, oh, oh my, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I like walked yeah. over. Yeah. Yes, but yes, I was, comrade, I am here. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, you know, things are, things do not need yeah. to be as um, directed and organized Listen, from my perspective, you know what? I'm sure any strike captain listening to this is, you're a fucking idiot and all of these, this has been hard work. And it is, I'm sure it has been. Um, But I would comfortably say, I think Universal is one level of organization higher by necessity. Anyway, Universal's tough. Um, But uh, everyone should go. There needs to be more bodies at Universal if you're a WGA member listening to this. And anyone, anyone can go. You don't have to be a WGA member. You yes. Do, like I said, I, I am truly, I do feel like I'm there in solidarity. Like I'm, I am out there because I am in a writer's room, but I, I would be there if I wasn't because yeah. it's not, the, the shit ain't right. The shit ain't right. These streaming <laughs> services, they'd be fucking with us. And it ain't also, right. Toddy, I will just uh, push back a little bit on that. You are absolutely a fucking member of the guild. You are a writer. You're a writer, know, writer, 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 writer. Yes, thank you for saying that. It is, it is, but it is disingenuous for me to be like many rooms have ruined. But when I I just started getting a paycheck from a writer's room in March, so sure. it does not the the things that have been affecting people have not affected me, and it's it's not right to act like they have been. Yeah, that's fair ish, but they affect all of us equally. It's fine. they do, and and partly because these are the same fights that SAG will be having. Like when the SAG negotiations come up, our residual structure is super duper fucked. The fact that you know, and and it's just not as it's not relatable to talk about the the struggles and the dollar amounts that actors are getting screwed out of because actors make so much more, and it's so. This business is so disproportionately skewed mm-hmm. towards the people who are on camera. But when you start looking at the fact that just the entire industry, the overall note is that the, the these streaming services are trying to get the most amount of work out of the out of the most people yeah. for the least amount of money and the least amount of like stability for their careers. And that's fucked up no matter what side of the line you're on. So I mean, I guess if all, it if this if this shit. helps people um, residuals are just a percentage of the profits that are made from the episode that you wrote. And um, to put it like in terms that I th- maybe make sense, um, Mixed Dish, which was did well but was not like a huge hit show. Um, I wrote two and an, a third episodes. I, I, I was in a three person writing team for the second episode I wrote uh, on. And in terms of residuals, which again are just a percentage of the number of times this episode of TV gets played, which is a th- every time a TV episode gets played, hundreds of thousands of dollars change hands because that's how much airtime is worth. Um, I've received uh, 1,000 times, I think, more uh, residuals than the episode of that 90s show that I wrote that was uh, quote unquote a hit. Um mm-hmm. 
So there's that. The other way to look at it is I got a parking ticket picketing at Netflix the other day, and I that parking ticket was more than the residuals I've gotten from Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. so, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can look up the LA Municipal Code and do the math. Uh, it's yeah. ridiculous. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's dire everywhere. And, and, you know, when the fight comes for it, when, you know, when the Teamsters have their negotiations, when the DGA does, I, I hope we are all as uh, yep. fervent and in yep. the corner for yeah. when they need On these things because it's the same fight everywhere. Yeah. Other vibes. None of us have been to CBS. None of us have been to Amazon. However, a lot of my room has been to both CBS and Amazon, and they report back that there is no shade, but that there it seems to be like a friendly family vibe. Someone described Amazon as Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, Amazon. Well, because Amazon. Where is really Amazon? Like, I've never been there. It's in Culver. It's in Culver yeah. City. By oh, that's that's the oh that's the studio. Their offices are down in Santa Monica. Either way, what I've heard uh, from the hot tip from Amazon, and I guess we'll have plenty of time to check it out. Um, the snacks that people drop off have been the best at Amazon. Oh, okay. That is a little hotline tip, little hotline vibe. Like all the late night hosts sent a chicken and waffles truck. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll just be like Jay Leno sent a bunch of pizzas or some shit. It does feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who was famous in 1998 like sends like, you know, party subs from. <laughs> I mean, knows? I don't know. And JJ here's why: it's like, if okay. you are working, if you are working in 1998, you have made more residuals than you had a lot of residuals, yeah. <laughs> than yep. anyone's. So you, you should can be afford paying. a lot um, of party subs. Yeah. I'm going to be in New York this week. I'm currently traveling. And so I'm excited to do some picketing in New York with a lot of my friends who write for oh, Late cool. Night. And Oh, uh, yes. And WJ East has been doing an amazing uh, job shutting down productions. I mean, part of it is that, um, you know, there, there are technically different sides of the union or something. They have a different organizational structure. Mm-hmm. Um and also it is a little, New York is a little easier, but I, I met someone last night at um, a dire enemy of this show, Cody Ziegler's birthday party, who was a captain for WJ East. And while he has been in LA, he organized the shutdown of a production in Philadelphia. Wow. Uh, wow. So they are Damn. fucking going for it. We are doing our best. Um to to make things happen in Los Angeles. I mean, I, I I've done a little early morning picketing. I'm trying to get some, you know, just just contribute as much as I can. And um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, um, this can be resolved quickly. I know everyone. That's like the most vapid thing when they were asking celebrities at the Met Gala, like, "What do you think of the writer's strike?" And I just remember Nicole Kidman goes. I just hope it it can all be solved soon. <laughs> I was like brilliant, scintillating. Wow. But no, I do. I I, I think a lot about um uh the the people's incomes that are affected by the production shutting down, and I'm like, totally. can we all just can we get past this, please, so yeah. everybody can go back yeah. to work? No, and it is true. Like like um thanks to members of IATSE. Sorry, the strike talk has gone so long, but this is all we've been living in. Super oh, certainly, all I've been living mm-hmm. in. Um, IATSE and the Teamsters, who do lose, um, potentially lose work by supporting our picket line. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, that is wonderful. On the off chance you're a member uh, or you're a person who is on, you know, sets, uh, 
if a if a call sheet falls off the back of the truck and maybe makes it all the way over here, that's uh, something you can do quietly to support the strike as well. And in doing things like that, that will help the strike end sooner. You know, yeah. Just tell us, tell us, tell us why. Just just uh, just let me know why you can't uh, make it to breakfast tomorrow. And why and how early you have to be at work and why that's annoying, you know? Doesn't Comrade that's Andrew? That's Comrade all. Comrade Andrew, very intense. Um. <laughs> it's all been very, very like more cloak and dagger than I choose to live my life. It's not very cloak and dagger, but it's more cloak and dagger than I'd like. I've woken up sure. uh, at you know three a.m. more than I would appreciate. I know. And I was like, waking up at 3 a.m. to go to a lot? Ab- absolutely not. Like, if I'm not going to work because the contract <laughs> that I signed says I have to go there to shoot a television show, you're be- you're a better man than I. Great work, No, Andrew. I mean, look, I just want this to be over. And, um, yeah, sure. you know, also, uh, the one thing that's nice is so many of the folks I talk about, the mutual aid group that I participate in here uh, from time to time, Solidarity and Snacks, most of those folks who who uh, do uh, Solidarity and Snacks, um, I believe they're IATSE folks. I actually don't totally know everyone's background. But mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, it's a lot of folks who are both super down and also, you know, it's just like part, doing mutual aid has been a thing that kind of got me more able to like loosely organize or try to be helpful with other people's yeah. organization and shit like this. So. It's just it's been good taking shit into your own into your own hands. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Little little break. Voicemails. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We back. Let's We're back. kick these voicemails off. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm a a uh, 40-something white woman from the Midwest, and I really, really love a black lady sketch show on HBO, and I... <laughs> I did not know where this yeah, was going. Yeah, me too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> or not, is it racist? But I think it is hilarious. I also what? really love Issa Rae's show. I, uh, I live in... Carbondale, Illinois, which is probably about yep. half black, half Shout white. Shout out to Carbondale. Like, it's not like I don't get the humor. Home of John Malkovich. Uh, but I feel a little weird <laughs> laughing so much sometimes. But it's just such a good show. But then uh, it is a good show. it feels weird. So that's all. <laughs> Thanks. I love the show. Bye. As far as utterly self-serving voicemails go, I was really just... You know the two the two things here are obviously a little Chicago corner, which is a mm-hmm. a thing from our premium show. A little Yoke, live. corner, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but also really I don't. But the the thing that we all of course want to say at the top is um, you know Black Lady Sketch Show wouldn't exist without writers. <laughs> writers are crucial yeah. to the entertainment <laughs> boom, that you love. Boom, many of whom we have seen many times out in these streets. I yeah, feel like I see those ladies quite a lot. 
This reminds me of that meme, that like fellas is it gay meme. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Yeah, that meme that's like just skewering toxic masculinity. Like my favorite one was when it, that that Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, like, was it a Vogue cover? Yeah. She's like walking in front of him and he's carrying the kid and then she's pregnant. And someone was like, look at her leading and he's trailing behind her, emasculated. And somebody just wrote, Fellas, is it gay to have sex with Rihanna? <laughs> Oh, but that's what this feels like. It feels like a, am I bad for liking a thing that's empirically good and fun? I mean, and also like, like the answer would have been, of course, it's fine until she kept talking. And then it's like, hold on. (laughs) Well, then I'm starting to go like, is it weird? Are you being weird about it? Yeah. Is that why you're calling us? Because you're being weird about it. Are you telling everybody? Are you trying to recreate sketches from it? I'm scared now. It wasn't weird until you kept talking. And then it was like, hold on a second. Now now it is weird. Now we do have to consider this. Probably the caller is fine. But the fact that they called in does... (laughs) The alarm bells are ringing ever, ever louder. Yeah. It says someone someone telling you a harmless story. You ever listen to your friend tell a story from their perspective about how someone wronged them and all you're doing is sitting there going, yeah. you're the villain of this hold, story. Hold up. <laughs> hold up. I think you are wrong. And I'm just going, yeah, girl, that's wild. Wow. I can't believe it. He is damn. such an asshole. Wow. Oh, damn. Damn, that's crazy. Damn, girl. That guy's crazy. <laughs> He's definitely the weird one in this story. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe he said any of those things to you. Um, <laughs> in reaction to whatever the normal thing you did. <laughs> Just a very normal thing you did and are telling me about. Um, also, yeah. Carbondale is not home to John Malkovich. I'm sorry. John Malkovich is from Marion, which is like the sister city of Carbondale. They're all in the same area. Oh. And it's... Yep. Delightful when John goes into his uh, Southern Illinois accent. What do, what do we, oh, this it is, is an Illinois. accent, yeah. Okay. My aunt and uncle are from uh, Champaign, and it's the same. I'm like, are you from Texas? Like, what? We're like four <laughs> hours away from each other. You're from like another part of the country. It's real. It's real different there yeah. in Carbondale. Um, yeah. I I don't know what to tell this person other than be cool. Just be cool. Yeah. I know. We're we're going to make her worse now but by all the things we just said. However, you everything you're feeling cool. now, do the opposite. Just chill out cuz like you're fine probably, but but be, be less and also careful. <laughs> yeah. This is not helpful. Like why but like I, it's just that the the series of steps that led you to even feel like you might need to call in. Yeah. It's tough. It's I'm trying tough. to think, Andrew, is there something you like too much that is not of your culture that makes you worry, oh no? <laughs> this is a trap <laughs> of a question, but I'm just but it's, like... It's easier, oh. for, I would assume, for people of color. Well, no, I think it's easier, oh. but not, not, ease, not perfect. Look, yeah. obviously, Asian people in Black culture... <laughs> This is uh, There's a, a pretty, pretty evident and easy line that that is not good for either. So I guess there's probably some version <laughs> of like, you know, there's certainly I I I would say um you know I I'm fortunate to have um black friends who are 
very close to me who could be honest with me if if I like am too familiar about X or Y. Um, I also feel like I have a pretty good sense of where to yeah. uh, type or express that shit, but it's not perfect. It certainly can't be. Yeah, it's also just like, yeah, it's you're right. It's different when it's a white person being like, I like this too much. Oh, no. I feel for her. I feel like she lives in a prison. I feel like mm-hmm. I know people that did the same thing with like, did everyone catch Atlanta last night? I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, whoa, why'd your voice get yeah. so yeah. loud? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, carnival barker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's just a discomfort, which the only way to get over a discomfort is to just be more comfortable. And the only way to be more comfortable is to be around more people from that culture. Yeah. In, in a normal and maybe- way. Maybe not just watch them on TV, I guess, possibly, yeah, maybe potentially. With, with ones that will talk back to you and hear you speak so they can give maybe, you feedback okay. on your behavior. That's it. That's it. The fact that our caller, who, again, probably is fine, needed to call us as opposed yeah. to asking any number of people in her life this question. Oh, there it is. There it is. If you like Black Lady Sketch Show that much, you're worried about it, and you don't have a Black friend to run this by. Yeah. Yeah. That's there. We That's what we call it. the Carbondale Shuffle. <laughs> That's what we found it. <laughs> oh, we did it. We fucking did it. This is wonderful mm. news. Good for us. PKs, uh, BKs. I went to a pub. I, I played a show in like a bar there called PKs ooh. or BKs or something. It was wild. Anyway, all right. We found it. We found a way to uh, condemn this woman. Yes, and that is con- find a way to condemn the the white people who are really just trying is. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the magic of this show, baby. Um, Let's do it. One more? One more. Hey, Andrew, Tommy, and Kevin. So I have a question for you today. My name is Nicole. I'm from Ohio. And tomorrow at our elementary school, we are having a spirit day, as we do many Fridays. And this spirit day is fiesta-themed. So as you can imagine, it's getting pretty wild out there on the social media group <laughs> for moms. So our local Facebook group for moms, is talking about how they are going out to buy some burros and ponchos for their children to wear for Fiesta Day. I went ahead and put something on there like, hey, let's, you know, not mock somebody's culture. Let's celebrate it. And I got pushed back with tons of hate from all these suburban moms. So my question is, was I a little too much or were they definitely being racist? (laughs) Thanks, can't wait to hear what you have to say. Was this recent, Andrew? Do you think this was Cinco de Mayo related too? This this was definitely Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, yeah. This is Um, recent-ish. I think this is so delicious that I am sitting right now in my hometown in a town that its most famous uh, uh, festival since the early 80s, actually I think since the 70s, is called Fiesta Days. And it's about to happen. (laughs) I think it's two weeks from now. I think it's Memorial Day weekend. I am thrilled to be able to comment on this because I've been watching it my whole life. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's no good. It's no good. Don't wear those sombreros. Don't don't buy those ponchos. Yeah. If if I may, a, a little tip for the caller. When you made your posts on the Facebook group, the the mistake you made mm-hmm. was saying being that on Facebook. They, well, yeah. Number one, being on Facebook. Although I guess it's just like maybe that's a parent thing. I feel mm, like yeah, I don't yeah. know. 
But I think a lot of these stories could start with, you won't believe what I saw on Facebook. On Facebook, so. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, was was saying that they was giving the, um, we'll call them well-meaning, but probably not that well-meaning racists, the out of like, no, we are celebrating um, mm-hmm. Mexican culture. Yeah. Like, mm. like, don't give them the out of like, this is denigrating and this is like reinforcing stereotypes, but rather we should be celebrating because then mm-hmm. in their stupid ass minds they are celebrating this is mm-hmm. a celebration right what's the difference they don't have the yeah. nuance filter on yeah that's that mm-hmm. was the mistake that you made caller everything else yeah so like i think you know an easy way to do this shit is like just pull up photos from last year and be like this shit is racist yeah yeah it didn't yeah. work <laughs> yeah it's it's not hard i don't know uh, the the way white folks celebrate Cinco de Mayo broadly, I guess, yeah. just generally racist is Feels pretty rough. clear. I um, will say, in case any Vacville stands get in my mention, our Fiesta Days is complicated because I think, as a result, the Mexican-American community here has reclaimed it. So now oh, there's yeah, a shit ton of actual Mexican shit in it. Oh, so, of course. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's gray. It's a gray area. That's... Sh- that shit definitely happens. Listen, all all Asian shit pretty much is a little like mm. it's <laughs> on the line. It's on the line. Mainly well, it's a Memorial Day parade and the garbage truck men, the men who drive the garbage truck, they do a dance with the um garbage cans in the street, and that's the highlight of the year. And that has nothing to do with yeah. anyone's culture. That's just the culture of garbage truck men. I know. Yeah, the problem is that, you you know, like, again, none of this shit would be racist if we weren't racist against, in this case, like, Latino folks. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the problem is the racism at the heart. And that's so if if you white people want your quote unquote, fun little celebrations, you got to be doing way more to fix racism. And then this shit, you know, melts away. You want your fucking sombrero? Eradicate racism. Then you can wear all the yeah. sombreros you want. You can wear one every day. Nobody will say shit Pro- to you. Probably. <laughs> if, if you eradicate racism, I mark my words. Yeah. If you Gar- single-handedly white yeah, person eradicate racism, yep. you're yep. allowed to wear a sombrero every day. That is neither my pass to give. That's but a, no, but that's I that's feel the confident. Ta- that's the Tawny Newsom guarantee, <laughs> and that's. Uh, that is <laughs> giving out passes for shit. I have no judge all Tawny. We can, all we can do, Judge Tawny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. If you're, uh, that's just a little sneak preview. If you're a, a premium subscriber, um, mm-hmm. uh, we first, uh, we will be putting out. Let's uh, let's not do any of that. Uh, but we have in our suboptimal bundle, uh, which you can subscribe to at suboptimalpods.com. Judge Tawny weighed in uh, on, a, on a bespoke episode of Yo, Is This Racist for uh, dear enemy of the show, Jessica Gao, on her one of her favorite movies, Big Trouble in Little China, which, once again, gets back to the chop suey font. That's, that's, really, that's really where Asian shit, I'm just like, you know, it's complicated because we use that shit all the time. I um, saw Jessica at Zig's uh, party last night, and I told her I loved the episode. She said, thank you very much. And did you agree with my opinion? And I said, uh, <laughs> yes. And she said, very good. <laughs> that sounds like Jessica. Yeah. That's good. You, d- you, you answered well. Kendall. That's good. I think um, 
little a little tiny excellency, um, just a, a thing that has been a strike related thing um, that has been nice is a previous long time ago guest on this show, but also um, uh, a writer on when I did uh, a Yosis pilot, Yosis racist pilot, fucking years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Brittany Nichols started this um, Instagram um, feed called um, Room Fits, uh, which I believe was relatively dormant, um, but it was sort of um, just like uh, people's people's fits in writers' rooms, and now it's been turned into line fits. So uh, uh, mm-hmm. outfits from the picket line. Um, but yeah, Brittany Brittany is amazing and very very fun and funny. Um, so yeah, oh that's, yeah, line fits. Just a little Check little excellency. Three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three three eight nine race. Follow me on Blue Sky. Oh wow. What's that? Yeah. Delta uh, made a social media. Let's... That's the other <laughs> Twitter. Blueski? Oh it's yeah. Blue okay. Sky. Uh-huh. But it should be called Blueski. Mm-hmm. And maybe by by the time this comes out. I guess there's a chance Tani and Kevin will be on if if they want to. I don't recommend it. Um, I won't, but, it is, but uh, thanks for it thinking is, of me. It is way less... Uh, I think it's still started by dumbass Jack, who initially started Twitter. It's just Twitter, but without Elon's racists there currently. Um, however, they have been saying concerning things about how they're not going to really attempt to keep them out. So, yeah. That's our show. Thanks for supporting the strike. If Thank you are, you. Mm-hmm. if you're not supporting the strike, fuck you, I guess. <laughs> uh, and also thanks for supporting us while we're on strike uh, at suboptimalpods.com. Yeah. Um, premium episodes. Uh, we're hopefully we'll get our schedule sort of back on a, a good track. Um, now they, our lives, while they have been disrupted, will be maybe less disrupted. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. Thanks, everyone. 323 Race. Did I already say that? Maybe we did. Peace. Yep. Bye. Bye. This is Suboptimal.